0: As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Batman. I am the father. I am Optimus Prime. My name is Bob. James Bob. It's alive! It's a lion. It's a You it shall not pass! Here's Johnny! Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry! No, wait, 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 wait. Talking movies with, with Brian Lutake. Lutake. And here we go. Here's Brian Lutake. Lutake. You can do it. Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki and today, after 50 years, we return to where it all started with Netflix's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So Harlow is a ghost town. We have a vision for this place. All it needs is young blood. I don't want to live here. This is a chance for people to start fresh somewhere We're safe. Hey, guys, you should see this. Fifty years I've been waiting for this night, Just to see him again. Who? <gasps> Leatherface. I'm not going to let him kill you. After nearly 50 years of hiding, Leatherface returns to terrorize a group of idealistic young friends who accidentally disrupt his carefully shielded world in a remote Texas town. Written by the team of Chris Thomas Devlin, Fede Alvarez, and Rodo Seiges, and directed by David Blue Garcia, Texas Chainsaw Massacre stars Sarah Yarkin as Melody, Elsie Fisher as Lila, Mark Burnham as Leatherface, and features Jacob Latimore, Moe Dunford, and Olwen Fuye. Halloween Kill seems to have started a very dangerous trend checking in with the slashers of our past to see what they've been up to after decades of silence. Oh, and of course, ignoring all the existing reboots and sequels to take us back to the original and toss in the original Final Girl for that extra stamp of fun. And that's exactly what this movie is. It's everything you would want from a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. There's mayhem, there's gore, and of course, Leatherface. Add in a whole new cast of young up-and-coming actors, and you can pretty much easily guess who's going to be next, especially since this is a very generic, slasher plot. It's quite easy to turn your brain off and just watch for what it is. Now, that said, there isn't a ton of star power to pull this movie along. Instead, you get what you expect to get, and really nothing above it. Well, that's not entirely true, you get the return of John Larroquette as the voice of the narrator, and that right there is pretty cool for us older folk. Now, this isn't a bad movie, but it's also not great. It should be noted that this was a Netflix purchase after its completion following terrible test screenings, which to me is what streaming services are also for. And to be honest, turning this 80s, three-minute flick on with minimal expectations seemed to work for me. I was actually entertained for the film's short runtime. Now that said, I don't need any more sequels to this movie. We're good. I give Texas Chainsaw Massacre a C. (laughs) It's warming up, so the toques are coming off. Better look good when you do, so go to the professionals and get it done right. The team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use and let's start it off with a couple of release dates. Disney's upcoming Haunted Mansion, starring Owen Wilson, has its release date currently set at March 10th of 2023. Wow. The project, which is directed by Justin Simeon from a script from Katie Diebold, stars Owen Wilson, Tiffany Haddish, Rosario Dawson, Lakeith Stanfield, and Danny DeVito. Plot details are largely being kept under wraps, but Haunted Mansion is expected to follow a mother and her son who come across a mansion that is more than it seems while being orbited by various characters. Keith to undressing the spooky mystery. Guy Ritchie's upcoming film Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre, was initially supposed to be released on January 21st before being pushed to March 18th. STX Films has now announced that Operation Fortune has been removed from the release schedule for now and is unset, with the official site merely saying that the film is coming soon. The film stars Jason Statham as super spy Orson Fortune. Together with his team of operatives, Fortune must recruit Hollywood's biggest movie star to help them on an undercover mission to stop the sale of a deadly new weapons technology that threatens to disrupt the world order. Over in casting news, David Dasmalkian is the newest actor to join Christopher Nolan's upcoming Oppenheimer film. The film began production last week with Killian Murphy playing J. Robert Oppenheimer, one of the fathers of the atomic bomb, and also in the cast is Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, Florence Pugh, Rami Malek, Benny Safdie, Josh Hartnett, and so many more. Oppenheimer is expected to hit theaters on July 21st of 2023. The White Lotus' Fred Heckinger has signed on to join Aaron Taylor-Johnson in the upcoming Craven the Hunter film, playing the villain Chameleon Dmitry Nikolovich Smerdikov, aka the Chameleon, is Craven's half brother. The character was created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko and is a master of disguise who can impersonate virtually anyone. He's caused trouble for Spider-Man on several occasions while pretending to be someone he's not. He's a villain that will keep you guessing, so be sure to watch him closely when Craven the Hunter is released. Aaron Pierre has signed on to join Mahershala Ali in Marvel's Blade project, which is expected to release in 2023. Sure, you are ready for that, Mister? What character? Actor Aaron Pierre will be playing right now, is unknown, but it is one of the more coveted parts in Hollywood. A number of actors have signed on to Meg 2 the Trench, which includes Sienna Gilroy, Skylar Samuels, Sergio Paris Manchita, as well as martial artist action hero Wu Jing and Lee Bingbing. The screenplay for Meg 2 the Trench was written by the same team behind the first film and are all inspired by a series of novels written by Steve Alton. What you people discovered is an even bigger gold mine than we ever thought possible. We are completely unprepared to deal with creatures like Megalodon. I understand we can get prepared. I'm talking about a long time. Despite retiring from the NFL just recently, Tom Brady has announced that he will produce an act in a football themed road trip movie titled 80 for Brady. The project will star himself, Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field, and is being written by Kyle Marvin, who co-wrote 80 for Brady with Michael Covino, who will also direct. The story is inspired by a true story that revolves around four best friends and New England Patriots fans who take a life-changing trip to Super Bowl. 51 to see their quarterback hero Tom Brady. As you can guess, chaos ensues as they navigate the wilds of the biggest sporting event in the country. Last week, J.J. Abrams took the Paramount Investors Day opportunity to announce that they were making a new Star Trek film with the return of the original cast. While the cast had expressed that they were willing to return, The Hollywood Reporter is indicating that the actors and their reps seem to be surprised by the news. According to the report, Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, Simon Pegg, Carl Urban, Zoe Saldana, and John Cho were all blindsided by the news of the announcement, knowing that Chris Pine was still in early negotiations to return as Captain James T. Kirk. Star Trek IV was supposed to start filming in the fall, with plans for the film to be released on December 22nd of 2023. Jerry Bruckheimer is producing a new Beyblades movie with Neil Widener and Gavin James currently penning the script. Beyblades were created as a direct response to the popularity of Pokemon and were licensed around the globe, including by Hasbro. Beyblades were weaponized tops used in fighting tournaments where fighters at opposite ends of an arena would let their respective Beyblades rip and see who could destroy the other. Plot details are being kept under wraps, but Paramount will be the official home of the Beyblade movie. Over in the rumor while speaking with fandom, John Carpenter was asked which of his movies he'd like to revisit for a sequel. He said, quote, maybe The Thing, maybe Prince of Darkness. I can see a little bit more of that, but we'll see. You never know in this business, you really don't. When asked to elaborate, he said, quote, Oh man, well, I just think there's another bit of story to tell there, which I'm not going to tell you about, but there have been some discussions about The Thing and what we could do, because as far as we know, both those two main characters, Child, played by Keith David and McCready, played by Kurt Russell, are still alive. They were alive at the end of The Thing, so maybe they're still alive. There are also talks that Blumhouse Productions is working on a reboot of The Thing that John Carpenter may or may not be involved with. During a panel for the Fantasia International Film Festival back in 2020, John Carpenter said that Blumhouse's Jason Blum was going to be working on The thing and that he may be involved with it down the road. The hell are you supposed to be? Despite releasing this weekend, Matt Reeves has confirmed that plans for a sequel for The Batman are already in motion. Reeves revealed that he's talking to Warner Brothers about The Batman 2 while attending the film's premiere in London. While speaking with The Independent, Reeves expressed his excitement for the franchise by confirming several Bat projects are in various stages of development. He said, quote, I really believe in what we've done, and I'd be excited to tell more stories. We're already telling other stories in the streaming space, we're doing stuff on HBO Max, we're doing a Penguin show with Colin Farrell, which is going to be super cool, and we're working on some other stuff too but we've started talking about another movie i'll be able to tell you a little bit more and if it deserves a sequel after next week as i'm seeing it this weekend and we'll be reviewing it for monday (laughs) Earlier this month, I let you know that Netflix's slate of Marvel TV series are leaving the streaming services on Tuesday. That said, it has been confirmed that Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Punisher, and The Defenders will end up on Disney Plus as of March 18th. And finally, we end with some strange news. It's been announced that Alex Ponovic of Hawkeye Van Helsing and Battlestar Galactica will star in and executive produce a sci-fi series called Gen Zeros, which is going to be released as an NFT. Deadline has also confirmed that wrestler Paul Big Show White has signed on to produce and co-star in the series. Also in the cast are Richard Harmon, Candice McClure, Tamo Peniket, and Bethany Brown. Fan-housing writers Matt Venables and Jeremy Smith are the showrunners on Gen Zeros and will be also executive produce the series with Neil Stevenson Moore. House of Kiba is producing the show with Kimani Ray Smith directing. The series is set 200 years after an alien invasion has left the world devastated where 10 factions fight to control for the future of humanity. The first season's 10 live-action episodes will be augmented by motion graphic comic books and to watch gen zeros viewers will need to purchase an nft via the house of kiba website the gen zeros universe includes a live action series comics and collectibles each level of nft ownership will endow different benefits with the top level allowing fractional ownership of this series That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at TalkingMoviesPC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, remember me now. I'm the one that got away, and I'm here to make sure that you don't.